Well, welcome to another episode of Conversations and Connections. We're the official podcast of the Family Crisis Center of East Texas. I'm Stuart Burson, the Prevention Coordinator for the agency. And with me today, I have Joel Reedus. He is uh, one of our county extension extension agents here in Angelina County. And actually, Joel, you are the County Extension Agent for Family and Community Health. Yes, right? sir. That's right. Well, yeah. thank you for taking some time and being such a good sport. And uh, You bet. I'm glad to uh, be here. I, I guess I could say volunteering. I, I politely <laughs> asked. and Hey, uh, I was and, I was honored. <laughs> honored at the invitation. And uh, Joel and I, our paths cross from time to time at... Uh, Different uh, meetings around the county, yeah, yeah, and and things like that. Mm -hmm. So, um, so Joel, first of all, I think a lot of people have probably heard of county extension agents, and I think for some of us, maybe especially those who are natives of of East Texas and really Texas, they probably hear more about county extension agents, Mm -hmm. and they automatically associate the county extension agents with. uh, And see, today you have your 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 uh, 4-H shirt on, (laughs) and so they automatically always think of that. And I always think that people don't probably don't realize the whole scope of what county extension agents do. Yes. (laughs) And one of the reasons I wanted you on the podcast, although we're at the Family Crisis Center, uh, you're the extension agent, again, for family and community health. And we're, you know, and I've always thought, you know, we work with families, and my idea is a healthy family is a more uh, in tune probably with uh, uh things outside of just physical health, but mental health, sure. and just, <laughs> just a healthy family environment. Yes. And uh, that helps our job at the Family Crisis Center right. a whole <laughs> lot, right? Um, so I guess, first of all, in your position, in a broad sense, what, well, first of all, what does a county, when we say a county extension agent, what does a county extension agent okay. do? <laughs> good, good. And place I know that's a probably a very broad, a broad yeah, question. Uh, it'd probably be helpful to just kind of tell what our agency is. Yeah. Uh, so we're the Texas A&M AgriLife Extension Service. The uh, short way to explain it is I think of us as the community education and outreach branch of the A&M system. Uh, county extension agents are kind of like the boots on the ground that takes the research-based education and information from the land-grant universities to the counties we serve. So, um, And there's actually extension in every state, and it's uh-huh. associated with the land-grant university. So you might see the term cooperative extension, um, like University of Arkansas cooperative extension. We're a, a cooperation between the land-grant universities and then the counties we serve. So okay. I'm actually an employee of the state and an employee of Angelina County. <laughs> okay. It gets complicated when you go to apply for a loan or something. <laughs> but it's interesting because you're not considered employee of Texas A&M University. Yes, I am. <laughs> so you are. Yeah, yeah, and that's the okay, state that's part. Okay, that's the state part. Yeah, okay, yeah, well, yeah, okay. Gotcha. <laughs> I think a lot of times I think of state. I think of Austin. I think right. of, <laughs> you know, but okay, so you're employee yes, of sir. A&M and the county. Yeah, and so, I mean, primarily we're in the business of education, Um, community education based on what area. I mean, my focus is a lot of times the term family and community health, if I just heard that and didn't know, I would think it was more similar to what you do, like, or I'd think of it as a social worker or counselor or someone like that, but really, uh, my background's in nutrition, and I do just more health and wellness type programming. Okay. Okay. 
But as you mentioned, if, if anyone actually has heard of extension, they either think, oh, that's that's 4-H, right? Or they'll think of uh, agriculture and natural resources, which yeah, is uh, right. my other coworker. Um, you know, think that's where you go to learn how to grow tomatoes or, you know, take care of your cows or test your pond water. (laughs) That's what people think. of. Right. Right. Well, in in a way that kind of works hand in hand when you talk about agriculture and and health, I I guess. Uh, and again, there, there is more than one extension agent for Angelina County. Mm -hmm. Well, first of all, I want to go back. So does every county in the state have an extension, an agri-life Almost. Office? So in Texas, there's 254 counties, I believe, and there's 250 county uh, extension offices. Okay. So some of the real uh, rural ones out west and in the yeah. panhandle, there might be one agent that covers two counties. Okay, okay. And that sort of thing. But there's, I mean, and then there's 12 districts, so there's a district headquarters and research stations around okay. the state ours is in overton which okay. you might not even know where that is it's a little bitty town i know of it yeah. i could, probably could take your point directly to it but, but uh yeah so there's in, in some of the smaller counties a lot of the smaller counties there's just one agent and yeah. if there's one agent it's going to be the ag and natural resources if uh if the county's big enough to have two, they'll also have family and community health. Okay. And those two agents will share the responsibilities of 4-H. But okay. if you get big enough, have a big enough 4-H program, then you have a 4-H agent as well. And then some of the urban counties, they've got, you know, 10, 15 agents that work there. And they've got specialties, horticulture. They've got people that do our Better Living for Texans, which is just snap like our SNAP-Ed. Uh-huh. And that's all they do. Um on the coast, there's even a, like marine agents. Oh, that's kind of cool. Yeah, so it's kind of okay. specialized for the needs of the county. And that's that's one thing you think about. Again, going back to extension agents, you mostly think of ag and mm-hmm. and things like that. And then you think in the metropolitan areas like Houston and Dallas. Well, is there really anything for an extension agent to do? But once you think about it, and all the responsibilities that you guys have, of course, there probably is. There, uh, there is a lot, a lot. Of, it, it and it just it varies greatly across yeah. the state about what your focus is going to be on the ag side. I know in Harris County or Dallas County, they do a lot more of just probably uh, teaching people how to take care of their lawns and using less water than you know yeah. working with the cow man. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so. And so we kind of established, I know like for here in Angelina County, there's one, you're not the only extension agent, uh, but your particular responsibility as being the agent for family and community health, you mm-hmm. kind of touched on that, but let's go a little deeper. Uh, what exactly is your responsibility? So my primary programming efforts are promoting healthy lifestyles and reducing chronic disease. So I do programs related to that. The focus for us, uh, the expectation is to do program series. You know, people come for a three-class series uh-huh. or four-class series because that's where you see the the behavior changes in that. But I do several one-shots. For instance, yesterday I did a lunch and learn. It was healthy eating on a budget. Um, okay. So, so things like that. Um, also, so we reach diverse audiences, uh, adults and youth. So on the adult side, it's my focus is uh, pro- my top program areas are probably uh, diabetes management classes. We do that quite a bit throughout the year. Um, just general like healthy eating and cooking and um, 
And then I also do um, like food handlers certifications. Okay. Which I've done that here. <laughs> well, and, well, and you kind of read my mind. Okay. So you've done that here. What about, have you ever come to talk to our clients in the safe house just about healthy eating? We've done or? a couple programs here. Okay. Uh, yes, sir. Um, it's been, it was pre-COVID, but we yeah. did some hands-on cooking classes okay. here. So it was fun. Yeah, okay. The challenge here is you're just not going to get that series, you know, because, sure. you know, yeah. but you can do a lot in, you yeah. know, just seeing somebody one time. Right. So when you do the series, and I kind of halfway jokingly always, you know, in my mind, I'm never thinking of it to you personally, but I was like, okay, Joel's the... The diabetes guy. Because <laughs> That's all every, I ever talk well, about. Well, no, the no, but every, every, <laughs> and I say that in jest, yeah. but you know, every time we're at uh, one of the uh, interagency meetings, you know, and everybody, okay, what? Everybody go around the table, yeah. say what's going on, and it's like Joel's always doing a diabetic yep. eating <laughs> class, and and you do that a lot. What what's the response to you that you get to these? series as far as like how many people come yeah attendance you know nowadays if i get 10 people i'm i'm tickled pink with that okay um i mean i'll do it for if there's five or more we'll do it if it's less than that it's um you know we won't do the class it they've been as high as around 20 really um in the past but i think you know, just people aren't wanting to go places. COVID kind of used. Well, even though even when people aren't scared of COVID, um, I think people just got used to not coming to stuff. Yeah. I don't know. Right. Kind of seems yeah. what everyone's saying, but um, so we we generally offer the do well, be well with diabetes class three or four times a year. Okay, and you know it might be um, anywhere from eight to fifteen people, just depending. And when you do these classes, is it all about healthy eating? Is it, it exercise? Or do you kind of cover all of that? Uh, all of it. So I almost every time I partner with Ann Watson at the health district, and we, we have a lot of overlap and similar goals with what we do and the grants she works on. So it uh, it works really well with her background as a nurse. Uh-huh. She'll cover some of the more medical stuff. Um how to check the blood sugar, what those numbers should be, um, talking with your doctor. Um, We talk about medications, which we usually have Amy Wright, who's a certified diabetes educator, uh, teach that class. But then I'll cover the bulk of the nutrition stuff. But So every class has a section on nutrition and then one on just like self-care, other diabetes topics. Okay. And of course, I mean, we're talking about the diabetes, but what are the other, some of this other series that you do? Most of it. So as far as we're, we're not really, besides the diabetes, we're not, um, in the business of like disease management. I mean, we're more on the prevention side, so we, we don't try to get too much into that. So it's more just like general healthy, get more active, eat Mm -hmm. more fruits and vegetables, that sort of thing. Um, but there is one, uh, Back when we were doing hands-on cooking classes, there was a cooking well for healthy blood pressure, um, as well as cooking well with diabetes. We've done yeah. both. Okay. So, talking about all of this, my next question, I guess, is how healthy are we here in Angelina County? Well, <laughs> uh-oh. Let me try to. <laughs> Let me try to pick out some positive things. Here. Yeah, and of course, we're talking just, and obviously you're the extension agent for Angelina County. Yeah. We cover more areas than Angelina, but 
obviously Angelina is what we're right. focusing on. Right so, now. I mean, of course, I um, like I mentioned, I'm my background's in nutrition, and that's kind of what I focus on. But there's a lot more to health, as you mentioned, than that, and a lot of things that you don't measure on these statistics, like uh, just. One thing people always say about Angelina County and Lufkin in particular is just how everybody's willing to help one another. And I mean, you can't really measure that. Yeah, right. <laughs> but I think we're above average in that regard. Okay. <laughs> and uh, just the, the spirit of our community <laughs> for whatever that's worth. But as far as looking at numbers of obesity, physical activity or inactivity, rather, um, Children living in poverty, you know, diabetes, we're all worse than the state average and the national averages. And is that kind of common for a lot of rural areas? Yes. Yeah, so we're kind of, if you look at a map of Texas, kind of, if you ever look at those county health rankings, I'm sure you're uh -huh. familiar with those and probably a lot of your listeners are. But if you look at the map, the, the darkest colored ones for is usually in East Texas and then South Texas. Yeah. That's kind of the pockets of the least healthy indicators. Why do you think that is? Um, I think a lot of it's our culture. I think a lot of it's related to, uh, you know, maybe higher poverty rates, less access to health care services in some cases, um, just a combination. Yeah, yeah. Um, so so it's, it's diabetes, uh, I'm sure it's, it's obesity, heart problems, things like that. And I will tell you, Joel, oh gosh, about a year and a half ago I started hiking. Taking up cool. hiking and yeah. it and it's I and love it was, hiking. It yeah. was awesome, right? Uh, got my A one C lowered. I, I was losing weight, but man, I'm going to tell you this year, we're you know when we're seeing triple digits. Yeah, I haven't been walking like, outside and like I, know, I usually do. <laughs> me and a friend of mine was talking earlier this week. You know, it's like I I've kind of fallen off the wagon yeah. as far as my hiking goes. I was hiking last summer, but I can tell you it wasn't as hot last summer. No, I think, as it, it was is not right now. I'm in the same boat. I would go to Kit McConico, uh two three times a week, even last summer, but I haven't been. And that's where I discovered while. hiking. I was, I was walking the dog in the neighborhood after work every day, and I was like, I want to do something different, yeah. you know. And uh, I've heard of Kit McConaughey and the walking trail, and I had in my mind kind of a paved, yeah, kind of like around, like at the zoo, like mm -hmm. at the at the at where the park is at the zoo, kind of a paved trail. Right. But it's Kit McConaughey; it's a legitimate yeah. trail. And I went ahead. Well, I'm gonna go ahead and do it anyway. And I I fell in love with it. I mm -hmm. really did did uh, like that, but. Yeah, I'm just this year so far, man. It's like, man, I <laughs> yeah, just, I, I just don't want to get yeah. out there and uh, swelter. Um, we're, I guess, I'm, okay. Let me go back. You do these series. You you do these uh, the cooking classes for better living and things like that. What is the cost to residents? It it depends on the program. So for anything that's better living for Texans, that's uh, the target audience is limited income, um, our limited resource, low income population. Those are going to be free. It's funded by USDA. Mm -hmm. um, now for like some of the diabetes classes, uh, we are supposed to charge because we have to support our programming at A and right. A and M. You know we so. Whenever 
I charge a fee it's because I have to pay A&M and then cover mm-hmm. the cost of doing the yeah. program. Um, we're never really trying to make money. We're trying to make it as cheap as possible. Yeah. But for the, uh, like the diabetes classes, I don't want anybody that needs a class to not come because they can't afford it. So we do offer some scholarships, but it'll be something between 15 to $20 for a class series. And then if somebody can't pay that, but they really want to go, um, you know, we can do a scholarship, yeah. and then it's no no cost to them. I think even twenty dollars for a series, if you're, it's a pretty going dang good visits, deal. I think that's, a, that's pretty good. I, I, I think uh, you know, hearing from the experts and and kind of a hand in a hands on environment. Joel, how long have you been doing this? I've been a um, let's see, it was eight years in March. That okay. I started this job, yeah. All right. Is this, have you, what was you doing before that? So before this, I was a clinical dietitian. Okay. Um, I'm a registered dietitian, nutritionist. I worked in the hospital setting. Okay. And then uh, did that for about three and a half, four years after college and then All got right. into this. So dare I ask, uh, are, you a, are you a graduate from A&M or where did you go to school? <laughs> well, I can't answer that question right. I know no one can see this, no. but uh, well, I got hey, my SFA let me just, shirt I'll, on. Okay, I was gonna get, okay, everybody, it's purple, purple letters. Okay, yeah. so you did. So you're are, are you a native so from, I, from this area? I tell people that um, I'm an SFA lumberjack. I'm only an Aggie on payday, <laughs> once a month. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty cool. Yeah. But um, so I. East Texas is home. I kind of moved around a little bit growing up. I was born in Alabama, formative years, mostly in Tulsa, Oklahoma, back to Alabama, ended up in East Texas, graduated from Douglas High School in Douglas, Texas. Okay. Okay. 29 kids in my (laughs) class and then went to SFA, got my master's there as well. Okay. Uh, So what made you decide to do nutrition? Man, I really didn't know what I wanted to do. I didn't have a clue. I hear those, some of our 4-H kids, they're just so impressive. I mean, they just have this clear vision, you know, they know where they're going. I I didn't know, but I just, it just seemed kind of interesting. Yeah. Um, I think I I was more interested in nutrition from like the performance, like sports side of it. And I'm not like a huge sports guy or I was never much of an athlete, but I just thought it was cool. Yeah how it could affect performance and also the idea of just food as medicine that you can, right. instead of taking these drugs, you can change the way you eat and be healthier. I, yeah. I was really intrigued by that. So I just kind of, I think I just, you know, like threw a <laughs> dart at the board and said, okay, <laughs> I was interested in a few things. I'll go with this one. <laughs> and I just stuck with it. But right. I, I got more interested in just, um, the prevention side, community nutrition was appealing to me, but most, uh, especially for new graduates, I mean, most of the jobs are in clinical, so you kind of do that to get some experience, yeah. and I'm glad I did. It was neat, but yeah. I didn't want to make a lifelong career out of it, so I was kind of kept my eyes open for, um, I wanted to help people when they weren't sick, you know, sure. like keep them sure. out of the hospital. Sure. And, it's uh, all about that prevention, right? Yeah, I like helping people, so it it seemed like a good fit. <laughs> all right, awesome. So, Joel, if anybody's interested in uh, more information on on what you do and the services you provide, the the series and the, and the classes that you do, how can 
I get well. I guess one of my questions is, how do you promote this? Like, where do how do you get the word out that you're that you, this stuff is available? Good question. But before I forget, I did want to mention I uh, I just kind of talked about our adult programs only. I do a lot on the youth side okay. as well. So. Um, I didn't want to leave that part no, out, no. but uh, do a lot in the schools. The uh, biggest part of that is probably a program called Learn, Grow, It, Go, which is them growing a garden, uh, getting exposed to healthy foods, That's learning cool. about um, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. But so we, we've been doing that for several years. And um, so just want to mention yeah. that. It's not just adults. It's not just adults. Huh? So, so. Yeah. But as far as getting the word out, we we don't have a marketing budget or anything, so I'm not taking out ads here or there, but well, we just I, I use all your, the free sources. I see your marquee can. there yeah. by the, uh, <laughs> now for those of you that may not know, your office is next to the farmer's market mm -hmm. here in Angelina County on the loop. And usually have like on the marquee, you always have something on there yeah. that the, <laughs> this class is coming up. If anybody's interested, how can they get a hold of you to find out or to find out what the schedule is? Of so um, th probably the best, we do a monthly newsletter where we tell about events. So not just mine, but Carrie, mm -hmm. our ag agent, and Ryan, our 4-H agent, will list upcoming events. Um, and also we'll put some educational content in yeah. there too. So signing up for that, you can contact me or um, you can go to our website, which is angelina.agrilife.org. Or if okay. you just Google Angelina County Extension Office or AgriLife Angelina, you'll you'll find it. But um, the full address is angelina.agrilife.org. That's right. Okay. Yeah, and we have a Facebook page too, which is uh, Angelina County Extension Office. And okay. We don't get everything posted on there, but we're getting a little better. Our um, our administrative assistant Jess, she's she's pretty good with the social media. Yeah. She's, okay. You can tell that um, you know it's improved greatly right. since she got on board because she's. Good about posting stuff. Excellent. But. Okay. Uh, is, there a, is there a phone number anyone can call? So our, our main line is just 936-634-6414. And okay. for me, I'm extension one. Um, okay. But it'll put you to the menu. You can pick yeah. whoever you want to okay. talk to. Excellent. All right. Well, Joel, thanks a lot. I appreciate you coming by and, and doing this. You it's bet. Been, yeah, it's been thanks. Fun. Yeah. Pre appreciate it. And uh, yeah, I'm glad to be here. It's uh, like I said, it's an honor. <laughs> uh, and again, so if you want more information about the services that the the county extension office can provide, you can give them a call. That's 936-634-6414 or uh, just Google Angelina County Extension Office or go angelina.agrilife.org. And if you feel like you need our services here at the Family Crisis Center, we do have that 24-hour a day, seven-day-a-week hotline. Uh, our number is 1-800-828-7233. That's 1-800-828-7233. And be sure to subscribe to Conversations and Connections. You can do that via Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or the podcast service of your choice. And as always, remember, be the voice, if not for you, for someone else. Thank you.